Hallelujah. I wonder what the choir has done to you this morning. Awolua, the hand of the Lord. Lundiaye Mimu upholds my life. Anuolua, the joy of the Lord. Lundiaye Mimu upholds my life. Ogolua, the glory of the Lord. Lundiaye Mimu upholds my life. The power of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's do our own version too. Oh, Lua, oh, Lua. Londia, yeah, me move. Oh, Lua, oh, Lua. Ayo, Lua, Ayo, Lua, oh, Lua. Londia, yeah, me move. Ayo, Lua, oh, Lua. Anuolua, Anuolua, Olua, Londia, Yemimu, Anuolua, Olua, Ogolua, Ogolua, Olua, Londia, Yemimu, Ogolua, Olua. Hallelujah. That's a personal testimony. I, I hope we realize that when we are in God's presence, all alone, nobody is there. Your wife is not there. Your uncle is not there. Your children are not there. Your husband is not there. Just you and the Lord alone. Do you know you can misbehave in the presence of the Lord? Stand in front of the mirror and you are singing and you are dancing and you are kumoling and it's you alone and there is no beat and there is no sound but you are just enjoying the presence of your father. I hope we do that regularly. You must cultivate your walk with the Lord. Amen. Public display is easy to do. Everybody looks pious and holy in church. What happens when you are behind the curtains? Amen. So this is one of those songs I will add to my playlist and I'll be Sister Balanle is not there so that nobody will say ah, hope everything is okay <laughs> hallelujah to God be the glory it's alright my friend don't you worry don't you know the Lord is on the throne the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. You will know that I'm the Lord. Please stand to your feet. It's alright, my friend. Don't you worry. Don't you know the Lord is on the throne? The Egyptians, the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. Keep standing, you will know that I, the Lord. The Lord is speaking to somebody here this morning with that song. I hope you understand. The Lord is speaking to somebody here this morning. The Egyptians may appear mighty. They might appear fearful and dreadful. From today, you will see them no more. It happened in the times of old. 
The God of the time of old is the God of today. Hallelujah. The God of the Bible is the God of today. The God of the Bible is alive in Nigeria today in 2022. Hallelujah. And there is nothing new under the sun. And there is nothing that can intimidate the God you serve. The author. The creator. The foundation. And the completion of everything and everything. It's alright my friends. Don't you worry. Don't you know, don't you know. Don't you know the Lord is on his throne. Yeah. The Egyptians you see today. You shall see them no more. You will know. You will know that I'm the Lord. And so Lord, this morning we ask that you unfold your counsel specifically in the direction of everyone that is expectant. I'm asking that you demonstrate your might and your power over the lives of as many as are hungry for your visitation. I'm asking, Lord, that you cause every valley to be exalted, that you cause every crooked path to be straightened out, and that you cause every mountain to be leveled in this place. I'm asking, Lord, that you send your word, your Rima word, unto everyone who is ready to receive this morning in the name of Jesus. I'm asking that your breath will break out upon our lives. Shackles will be destroyed, bondages will be removed, Crosses will be rolled away. Reproaches will be rolled away. Things of shame and disgrace will fall in the past. And every Egyptian will be buried in the sea. Such that your children, the Israel of the faith, the Israel of the covenant, will march out victoriously. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. It's good to see us in church this morning. Um, we started a message two weeks ago. We called it resilience. And uh, we also said standing strong. You can choose the one you prefer. If you prefer resilience, it's okay. If you prefer standing strong as the title of this message, it's okay. Whatever you choose, it's okay. Amen. I want to do a quick rehash because of time. As I believe that the Lord will help me. And allow me at the same time to conclude this today. Matthew's gospel chapter 7. The gospel of St. Matthew chapter 7. You know when you go to officiate in different places, different ministries. You know, thank God for the body of Christ. It's one camp, but we have different tents. Did you hear what I said? The body of Christ is one camp. It's the body of Christ. But we have different tents. Amen. Praise the Lord. Different tents. So, Assemblies of God, they have their tent. Uh, Church of England, Anglican Communion, they have their tent. The Mennonite churches, they have their tent. Amen. Russian Orthodox, they have their Greek Orthodox, they have Egyptian Coptics, they have their tent. Pentecostals, we have our tent. Charismatics, they have their tent. Evangelicals, we have their tent. But we are all one camp. It's all about Jesus. Now, when you go to some places and you are asked to read the Bible and you say, open to Matthew chapter 7, they look at you as, where is this one coming from? You have to say, let's open our Bibles to the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 7. 
So that's what I'm doing this morning. The gospel, according to St. Matthew, you know what I'm Matthew 7. They say, where are you coming from? Or they put you in the chancery. And you want to cross from this side of the altar to that side. And you don't take a bow in the middle. Hey. So. I want to move to that side. It has not changed anything about Jesus. It's what they stand for. You must respect it. Praise the Lord. And it helps people to carry this sense of awe when they come to God's presence. So from the entrance there, which is straight to the altar, they even take a bow. I'm in the house of God. And some do the sign of a cross to make them holier than they were before. The value you place in something is the value it's going to carry to you. The problem or the danger with those of us who are Pentecostals is that we have... uh, Reduced our heavenly father to the level of, hey, God, what's up? You know? Ah, if I be a father, where is my honor? So we must not forget the place of honor. The gospel of St. Matthew chapter 7, let's read from verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them. So we must hear and do. Therefore, whosoever heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them. We must hear and do. It is not enough to hear. You must do. Otherwise, your hearing is of no consequence. I will liken him unto a wise man. So it is the man that is wise that hears and does. In other words, the man who hears and does not do is foolish. So the wise hear and they do. Therefore, whosoever heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And a wise man is a builder. And he's not just a builder, he's a strategic builder. He will build on the rock. He will build with the foundation in mind. 25. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew. Three elements, the rain, the floods, the winds. They will always blow in life. They blow at times politically. They blow at times economically. They blow at times socially. They blow socially. LGBTQ movement, lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, questioning, queer. That's a movement right now. Some are agender. They say I'm genderless. Some non-binary. They say I'm neither male, I'm neither female. And I have a right to live in the world as much as you have a right to live in the world. Those are rains and floods and winds that are blowing. Amen. Hallelujah. Economically, the rains blow. The storms come. The winds blow. Naira becomes 735 to a dollar or 740 to a dollar or 750 to a dollar, whatever it is. That's an economic rain and wind and storm that is blowing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Kidnapping, banditry and so on, those are winds blowing. You can't stop them from blowing, but they should have no power over you. I'm still reading Matthew's gospel, chapter 7, from verse 25. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock, that is, it had a foundation. And the foundation of that house was in the rock. Who is the rock today? Christ is our rock. On Christ the solid rock I stand. So Christ is our solid rock. All of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Christ is our solid rock. Oh, I'm sorry. Christ is my solid rock. On him I stand. On him I'm built. Mm. 26. 
And everyone that heareth the sayings of mine and doeth them not, you see, shall be likened unto a foolish man. Hear and do, otherwise you become foolish. Which built his house upon the sand. When he was building upon the sand, the process was fast. Everything was happening very fast. And guess what? He felt, I'm smart. I'm a very smart guy. See when I started. See when that other guy started. I have gone far. And he's still doing foundation. And see, I want to roof my house now. He never realized that a day will come when the rains will come. He never realized that a day will come when the floods will come. A day will come when the winds will blow. What's going to happen on that day? The Bible says the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. It is the foolish that pass on and are destroyed. Prudence says see the future. And see the future not in the future. See the future from now. Hallelujah. See the future from now. Those who are about to get married. See the future from now. Those who are not even in a relationship yet. Who hope to be, who pray to be in a relationship someday. See the future from now. Stop looking at the present. Amen. Stop looking at the present. The present does not define any man. The present does not define any man. What God has in mind for every man is not in the present. It's in the pipeline of the future. Hallelujah. We need the eyes of God to see the future. So always see through the eyes of God. Amen. So see through that brother. See through that sister. Hallelujah. You've not started the lesson. You've not gone far. He's copying you. He's copying you. And you're saying he will change. I love him. Ah, that's the future. What is sure? And if they're showing you the future, you know there's something they call a preview. It has a name. A pre-something. I've attended one before. A movie was to come out sometime in the U.S. Ah, you know. This one. You see, the movie was to come out sometime in the U.S. I was in New York then. And they now did uh, pre-something. But yeah, premiere, no, then maybe, you know, of the movie. We now entered the sets, the trains, and so on. We, they, they said, that's what the movie is going to look like. I said, this is not Nigeria. You see, we, Boko Haram, uh, all these things, you know. So they even did, so that they can market it. So that on the first day when the cinemas will open, people can rush there. For box office. You know what I'm talking about. That's. Ah, it, the thing wants to come. Anyway, that brother is showing you sample. Showing you sample of what the future would look like. And we like to talk about brothers. What about some sisters? They, they can never tell the truth. They keep changing the story. The narrative changes every day. What she said yesterday is not what she's saying today. No, that man uh, is my uncle. Uh, but I thought yesterday you said that uh, he's your boss at work. No, <laughs> you didn't get it. You didn't hear me very well. Be careful. Anyway, that's not the message today. Let's go on. 27, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. It did not just fall. The fall was great. It collapsed. It became totally irreparable. Everything was down. That's what folly does. Folly will bring total destruction. And you have to begin from below zero. Where there is folly. But with wisdom you stand. Amen. So the reality is that the storms of life will come. The reality is that the winds will blow. The reality is that unexpected turbulences will arise as we go through life. But we use the illustration of the airplane. At times uh, you are 
in the air and the pilot will say put on your seat belts even though the seat belt sign is off it says because there might be unexpected turbulence and that is part of the, the game the deal but the turbulence will not stop that plane from getting to its destination in spite of the turbulence the plane will get to destination you will land and, and at times some people will even clap when the pilot lands amen and I think we should always clap. You know, we, we are not trained pilots. At times it's bumpy and people still clap. <laughs> hey, if we know what, one day I, I did some studies and I saw that there are times the wind changes direction. So the wind is coming from the west. You are doing your approach from the south and the winds are very strong. And the speed of the wind is almost the same as the speed of the plane. Of, you know, the Pilot needs a lot of skill to bring it down because it's, he's approaching runway and the wind is blowing him this way. And he finally lands. It's bumpy. You should still clap because that man used skill to land successfully. Hallelujah. If he had ended in the Atlantic Ocean, then you will know that it's work they are doing in the cockpit. One day we're coming from somewhere. We're to land in Lagos. And uh, I knew that we had commenced our descent. Cabin pressure had increased. My airs had started, you know. So I knew ah, we're about landing in Lagos. And then I saw that we began to go up again. Ah, and the whining of the engines had increased. And we're going up. I said, Ikuri, this is Lagos. Why is it going up? What's going on? And I started watching. I had a window seat. It was bright. Um, you know, the weather was bright. It was in the morning. And I started watching, and it took us up onto the Atlantic. We entered Atlantic. And he made an approach from the Atlantic and came back to Ikeja to land from another angle. And then something started sounding. He will go up again. He tried again. Three times he tried. He said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about in this um, landing. We have to go to Accra, Ghana. I said, Accra, Ghana, Ghana, Bawo. He said, we have to go to Accra, Ghana. They said there's a weather system moving across Lagos. We can't land. I said, hey, don't do You know, so we got, he said, while we're in Accra, Ghana, we'll refuel. So we landed in Ghana, we we're refueling. Everybody was quiet. Everybody was quiet. Hey. One hour. After some time, he said, ladies and gentlemen, we have received reports that uh, the storm has moved across Lagos. We'll be departing right now for Lagos. I said, okay. So. This time as we made our approach to land, there was nothing like a, oh boy, what did they happen? Chairman, you know, so we go soon land. There was nothing like that. Everywhere was quiet. And by the time we landed, people erupted. They started clapping. Bah, 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 bah. I said, hey. That weather system did not stop us from getting to our we may not have gotten there at the scheduled time but we got there we landed i'm the one talking today i didn't die in that aircraft and then i now heard when i was narrating that story and i heard that at times it's called a wind wind shear or wind shield something like that that when that system it depresses the cabin pressure and some planes you know break up amen that what we were speared from would have been fatal if not for the experience of that because some of them will want to risk it ah i said thank god did not risk it too. 
knows that I have a young family. My wife is young. My children are still young. Even me say, Papa, I'm a very young person. But what I'm saying is this, the storms of life will come. Unexpected turbulences will come. They are not to stop you from getting to where you are going. It's a question of P1V1 not being the same as P2V2. It's a question of P2V2 being more than P1V1. The force we carry, 1 John 4, 4. But we have got little children and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. He that is in the world will be trying things from time to time. He wants to stop you. He wants to put you down. He wants to hinder you. He wants to discourage you. He, he, he wants you to be in a state of despair permanently. But the one who is in you is encouraging you. He's saying, go, I'm with you. Be strong, I'm with you. Be courageous, I'm with you. Use your faith, I'm with you. Listen to that one. Hallelujah. Because the force that one generates is more than the force that is opposing you. Be resilient, in other words. Stand strong. Hallelujah. The business climate may not be good. Stand strong. The industry is not supporting your profession. Stand strong. We're not of them who draw back onto perdition. We're of them who believe to the saving of a soul. We press in. So stand strong. Amen. We have said resilient people aren't destroyed by setbacks. Let's quickly read um, the story of Job in Job 42, 10 to 13. In one day, he lost everything, lost his children, you know, lost his cattle, lost everything he had. All he had left was his life and his wife. And his wife was not helpful, not in the least. She said to him, are you still holding on to your righteousness? Cause God and die. That was the counsel his sweetheart gave to him, you know. And he said, you talk like one of them who are foolish. Anyway, he went through a lot. Three friends came. Eliphaz, you know, Zophar, and so on. All of them came. And they kept saying he had sinned. He had sinned. But eventually, eventually, the Lord vindicated him. He stood strong. He stood strong. He said, all the days of my appointed time, Job 14, 14, will I wait until my change comes. He stood strong. He was resilient. He fought it. Amen. He didn't crumble under the pressure. He didn't crumble under the weight of a challenge. Don't crumble in the face of pressure. Please stand. Hallelujah. When they ask you, oh boy, how far now? Say, Chama, I don't tire. I'm fed up. In fact, the other day I thought of committing suicide. Ah! The devil will be dancing. I said, that's it. Oh my dad, go commit suicide. That's what the devil wants you to do. If you commit suicide, chairman, life will go on. Did you hear what I said? Life will go on. Some take to drugs because they're under pressure. And if you end up losing your mind, life is going to continue. Hello, church. Life itself should teach us some lessons. <laughs> Praise God. So, Job endured. And what happened? Job 42 from verse 10. Because eventually the Lord vindicated Job. Why? The Lord was at the beginning of his trials. The Lord supervised his trials. And the Lord was there when he put an end to his trials. It was the Lord. Amen. The Lord was at the beginning of his trials. Have, have, have you considered my servant Job? That there is no man like him. A man who excuse evil. He's upright and so on. The devil said, uh, will a man serve God for nothing? Skin for skin. 
Let me try him and let's see whether what you are saying is true. And he said, you have permission. So God gave the devil permission to try Job. It's there. In Job chapter 1, it's there. Anyway, chapter 42, the last chapter. The beginning of the book of Job started with the trials of Job. The end of the book of Job talks about the triumph of Job. Our trials will turn to triumphs if we are resilient, if we will stand. Praise the Lord. Job stood. Hallelujah. 2008, I was somewhere. I was attending a seminar outside the country. And a man came. He was a nuclear physicist. His name was George Samuel, an Indian Christian man. And uh, he began to share his testimony. He had three children and a wife. And right in front of him, this, his first child died. And uh, right before him, his second child died. And right before him, his wife died. The wife died from the pressure of looking after the first two children who died because the nature of their infirmity was such that both parents did not have a choice. They just had to be looking after them. They couldn't go to school. They had this rare autoimmune condition. And there are days the boy is vomiting blood and stooling blood at the same time. I didn't say vomiting food and uh, excreting food. I say blood at the same time. So as you are trying to attend to the one coming from the mouth, you are trying to, the, to attend to the one coming from the anal region. Praise the Lord. So the woman was fagged out and she also died. By the time the wife died, the man had resorted to the laboratory. Ah, along the line, at times when the children are having crisis before they started dying, he will have a preaching engagement. And uh, he will say, well, from the look of things, I can't go. And uh, the child that is having crisis will say, daddy, go. Those people are waiting for you. You give them your word. So he will have to go. But you know when you go like that, your mind will not be there. Your mind will be at home. That was what this man went through. Eventually his wife died. But by the time the wife was going to die, he had resorted to the laboratory. He was a nuclear physicist. He had started serious research on his own. What is going on scientifically? And finally he came up with a discovery. He realized there were some um, genetic disorders between himself and his wife. And as at that point in time, there was a medical breakthrough. There was a medication that had come out. He started using that for his daughter. The only one left. So, as at the point he was testifying, it was himself and his daughter alone that were alive. And it was, I can't give you all the vivid account of his experience. He will be saying it and he will be laughing. Have you heard of that before? You are describing how your first son died, how your f second son died, how your wife died, and you are laughing. And you say, right now, <laughs> it is just himself and his daughter. And you say, is God not faithful? What if my daughter had died? What if I also had died? And so on and so on. See, I'm still alive proclaiming the gospel. This God is, and we will laugh. And people could not, we couldn't laugh. Oh. In fact, the man beside me, the man beside me from Philippines, he said, that is the job of our time. That is the job of our, <laughs> that's what that man said. He said, that's the job of our time. 
Hallelujah. Some people are contemplating going into armed robbery because the times are hard. Some are contemplating going into sexual immorality because the times are hard. Some are even thinking of changing their sex orientation because they hear that there is money to be made when you are gay. That a round of gay sex is a million naira. Say million naira. Say because sometimes a million naira. I would do it though. You're laughing. I'm telling you how some people are thinking in our society. What do we need now? Resilience. We need to stand strong. We need to stand strong. You see some people, the unrighteous, they are prospering, they are flourishing. And you are saying, who righteousness help? Who holiness help? Let's forget all this righteousness matter. I'm hungry. Be resilient. Hallelujah. I know what I'm saying. Be resilient. Stand strong. Help me preach this morning. Tell your neighbor, stand strong. Whatever is happening, stand strong. Focus on the cross. Focus on Jesus. The psalmist said, I have set the Lord always before me. He said, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. I shall not be shaken. I will not be rattled. Amen. Set the Lord always before you. Make up your mind and stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt with the belt of truth. Your, your, the breastplate of righteousness in place, the helmet of salvation over your head, your, the sword of the spirit in your hand, your feet uh, fitted with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Stand. Somebody stand. Stand. Hallelujah. Things are happening. But you must stand. Jackpa is in levels. Jackpa is in levels. There's Jackpa level of people who are not married, just single guy who wants to JP. And you have no value that you want to contribute to where you intend going. You are a risk. Your own jackpot is not smooth. So you have to tell lies. Guys look for babes. They go to registry and they marry so that they can jackpot as man and wife. And by the time they get to wherever they jackpot to, every, if I ever set my eyes on you again, they only use that for, so the people regulating too are no longer fools. There's jackpot level of people who are established who say it's because of the children. It's okay. There's jackpot level of those who are into crime and all the documents are cooked up. Listen, stand strong. Elimelech. Did I get it? Elimelech. Where did he go? The land of Moab. What did he do? Ejepid. That was Jaffa. The story of Ruth. That was JP. Because things were not okay where he was. Excuse me. I have nothing against you, Jaffa, you know, as long as it's in line with the will of God and the plans of God for your life. Amen. Balumde is, is an IT person. His wife is a fashion designer. I'm not marketing them. I'm only saying the obvious. Sister Anu is a very good tailor. Ah, when we were growing up, they weren't called, they were called seamstress. I remember, seamstress. Mm. Praise, praise the Lord. So, and we know we live in a digital age. If this man decides to jackpot now, there's work that he will do. His wife will not just sit at home and be a liability. There's work she'll be doing. 
She'll be sewing for Niger people. And they have two young children, and very in a short while, those ones will be speaking like Oibo. They will be speaking this Nigerian English that we are speaking. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Their own jackpot level will be different. He has not told me that he wants to jackpot. Me, I'm just saying my own. But some people, nothing. Even school sat, the man did not. So he now cooks up a certificate. The wife, too, send me the meat, you know? But if that's what God says. Anyway, Elimelech was in Moab. He died in Moab. He had two sons, Malon and Chilon. They died there. They married Ruth and Oprah. Pastor I was still sharing the story of Ruth yesterday at leadership training. The two sons died there. Naomi was left with her two daughters-in-law. One said, I'm going to go with you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my God. I'm following you. I'm part of your family. I'm part of your life. The other one said, Mama, thank you very much. I have to go now. I'm, I'm so sorry. I would have loved to follow you, but I'm so sorry because one guy had been making eyes at her. It's not in the Bible, but uh, you know, I'm just thinking that, what could, you know, <laughs> she, you know uh, that I'm young, I'm beautiful, I'm still younger, that I, I have prospects now. Uh, 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 see me. Uh, if you see me, you will say I'm not a, uh, uh, I'm highly marketable. So Oprah went back. Borut said, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going with you. We're going together. Why did Naomi consider going back to Israel? She heard. That the Lord had visited his people. You think Nigeria will remain like this forever? Hallelujah. A time is going to come when things will change in our land. So, jackpot people. Don't jackpot and cut off totally from Nigeria. Jackpot with sense. Make sure you still have roots in Nigeria. Hallelujah. Nigeria, somebody say, Oti by getting. Don't mind them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Except we don't have children of God in this land. But that's not my message. But be resilient. Hallelujah. You are here wherever you are. Be resilient. Stand strong. Amen. Stand strong. The winds are not meant or designed to be favorable. The conditions are not meant or designed to be commodious. We are the ones who must stand as we are resolute in the Lord. Is somebody with me? Hallelujah. There is no generation that does not have a famine. There is no generation that does not have a famine. The equivalent of famines in the Bible is what we call economic depressions right now. There's no generation that is spared from economic depression. If you know what happened after the Second World War, in fact, right from during the Second World War up till many years after the Bretton Woods, the Bretton Woods institutions, what do you think gave back to them? IFC, International Financial Corporation, and so on. IBR, the International Bank for Reconstruction and Development. What do you think gave back to them? The Great Depression of that time gave back to those institutions. They had to rebuild those countries. Those countries were damaged. No more economies anywhere. No, no food. One year... I heard an elderly person, he's in his 80s, and he was talking how that they used to grow cucumbers in their backyard in America because there was no food. (laughs) Necessity taught them how to grow their food in their backyard. So what if the food was not ripe yet? What if the plant or the crop was not ripe? They had to wait. They had to be hungry till when it is ripe. The famine of a a generation of Abraham was different from the famine of a generation of Isaac. There was 
Economic depression in Abraham's time. There was economic depression in Isaac's time. Guess what? There was economic depression in Jacob's time. That was why Jacob had to send his sons to go to Egypt to look for food. There is no generation that does not go through famine. Is someone listening to me? Praise the Lord. Resilience. Ah, why now? Oh, praise God. Hmm. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Job 42 from verse 10. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had. Was his latter end not better than his former? The Lord gave him twice as much as he had before. Then came down to him all his brethren and all his sisters. People that never showed up in the days of his trial. So we never knew he had brothers. We never knew he had sisters until now. Hello? When reading the book of Job, did you see his brothers come in the days of his trial? His friends that came, the three friends that came, do you know for seven days when they saw him, they couldn't talk. Everybody was quiet for seven days. When they saw pores all over his body, when they saw wounds all over his body, and they saw uh, abscess coming, you know abscess, coming from his pores, his sores, on you, the, what your Bible call on you, abscess, coming. That means that man was breeding maggots. The wounds were terrible ulcers all over his body. There was a time he said, he should, if he should have an earthen pot that is broken, he should use it to, to, to scrape his body, to scrape all the wounds. Do you know what that means? Tell me, show me where the anti, an, antibiotics of that time, cefrosaxine, all those things. Under. The man endured all that. How did his healing come? How did his recovery come? God. God brought his healing. God brought his recovery. Is someone still with me this morning? Let's read, let's read. 11. Then came down to him all his brethren and all his sisters, and they, and they that had been of his acquaintance before, and did eat bread with him in his house. Ah, human beings. Human beings. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money, and everyone an earring of gold. Ah, they even blessed him. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep before he had seven. And 6,000 camels before he had three. And a 1,000 yoke of oxen because before he had 500. And a 1,000 she asses because before he had 500. He also had seven sons and three daughters. Those ones did not increase. He didn't have, and his wife did not increase either. Amen. Hallelujah. Resilient people are not destroyed in spite of setbacks. The setbacks are not meant to be permanent. They are meant to be temporary. And while the setbacks are ongoing, we develop muscles. We develop muscles. Muscles to fight. Muscles to overcome. Muscles to endure. Is somebody still with me this morning? Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 to 10. Was another one. We're not destroyed despite setbacks. Was Apostle Paul destroyed? Was Apostle Paul destroyed? You know why I know that Apostle Paul was not destroyed? In 2 Timothy, chapter, is it chapter 6, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have concluded my course. There is now laid up for me a crown, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord Jesus will give to every man. So Apostle Paul, is chapter 4. Hmm. 
He says, Henceforth there is little for me a crown of righteousness. With the Lord, the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto the. Go, go to verse 6. Go to 6. For I'm now ready to be offered. He was now ready. He was not destroyed. He was now ready. And the time of my departure is at hand. Yes, verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have fought. Past tense. I have finished my course. Past tense. I've kept the faith. Past tense. In other words, he was saying, I've completed my assignment. But see what he went through before he could read out his uh, testimonial like that or his valedictory address, if you like. See what he went through. 2 Corinthians 4, from verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, and that has not changed up till now. Up till now, light shines out of darkness. Up till now, it is in the midst of crisis that the children of God stand out. Up till now, light shines out of darkness. So when people are complaining of darkness, that is when your own light shines brighter. So that the difference between Goshen and the rest of Egypt can be seen. Hello, church. God who commanded light to shine out of darkness had shined in our hearts to give what? To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. So that light gives the knowledge of the glory of God. And it comes through Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure. What treasure? The treasure of that light and the glory of that light. We have that treasure in vessels of clay. Out of the dust of the ground, the Lord God formed the man. This is the vessel of clay, earthen vessel. Amen. That the excellency of a power may be of God and not of us. If we are made of clay, don't you know if we fall, we'll break. And if we break, we scatter. But the glory that we carry is within us. Guess what? That glory is not physical. It's not made of clay. It is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It's spiritual. Hallelujah. So he put a spiritual treasure in earthen vessels. Is he crazy? Is he not taking a risk? Doesn't he know that that earthen vessel can break? What then is going to happen to the treasure? He did that to display his glory. He did that to demonstrate his wisdom. Let's read. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So that he can reveal his power, the excellency of his power. So, what, what's going on? Look at verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. We don't know what to do, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but we are not forsaken. We are not abandoned. We are cast down, but we are not destroyed. So, the earthen vessel is cast down, not destroyed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Perplexed, you know, challenged, pierced in the side, the earthen vessel. Hallelujah. You would have thought that vessel of clay should have broken long ago. <laughs> it's not breaking. Hallelujah. <laughs> when when uh, um, this uh, mobile phone technology came, you know, there was one phone they used to call pure water. You, you, you don't know. You, uh, you've forgotten. Huh. Have you forgotten Nokia 3310? Sajem. How do you remember Sajem? Sajem. There was one Sajem. If you forgot it, they will. They will tap you and say, come and pick up your phone. You've, not, you, you've forgotten. Ah. When did you start using smartphone? When did smartphone come? Nokia 3310. You know the local name? Ojaboko 4. You see some people, the thing has dropped so many times. It's just one thing rubber band. 
that they use. And hello, yes, Mumbai. We've come a long way. There was a man. He he had no reception, no signal in his house except behind the fridge. So to answer his call, he would go behind the fridge and he'd be hello, Mumbai. Now I can hear. Times have changed. Praise the Lord. Ojabokofo, as a little boy, you know, you know, cutlery. Women treasure their cutlery, you know. There used to be some boxes that people kept cutlery in. Remember, fork, knife, spoon, made of velvet inside like this. My, my mother had a couple of those things. And whenever uh, important guests were to come, we bring them out, we lay the table, and so on and so on. But there was a particular kind of spoon. You know what she used to call it? Abomafo. That Abomafo was made of inferior material. You know, if you press it, the thing will bend. But if you throw out the guy, it can't break. That's a believer for you. A believer is Ojabokofo. He dropped on the ground. It's not broken. It gets up again. Hallelujah. He's perplexed. He's pressed on every side. He gets up again. Three times, Apostle Paul was involved in a shipwreck. Three times or so, he was stoned. You know, one day, they stoned him. They thought he was de- dead. Believers gathered around him. He got up again. Let's go. Let's go. That's the believer for you. Let's go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody sang a song and said, We fall down. We get up. We fall down. And we get up. Listen, that's the believer for you. We, we, we fall down, but we get back up. You just dust it up and continue. Hallelujah. But for you to think that challenges will not come, you are making a mistake. Because the rain will come, the floods will come, the winds will blow, and they are meant to be contrary. They are meant to destroy, but we must stand. Who is still with me up to now? We must stand. Praise the Lord. We must stand. Hmm. Resilient people rise again. They rise again. When they fall, they rise again. I just made that point. Proverbs 24 and 16. Can we read Proverbs 24 and 16? For a just man falleth seven times. How many times? What man? What man? Take note of that. It did not say for a man falleth seven times. It did not say for an expert falleth seven times. It did not say an academician may fall seven times. It did not say a professional may fall seven times. It said a just man. Somebody say just man. <laughs> for a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. So the number of times he falls is not the issue. The issue is he's rising again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. When the wicked fall, they fall into mischief. They fall into destruction. Their own fall is permanent. When the just man falls, he rises again. He rises again. There is a deposit in the just that makes them rise again. There is a force in them that doesn't allow them to stay down forever. What is that force? It is the force of a covenant. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. The just man falleth seven times. He rises again. He qualifies it as the just man. There is a covenant at work in the just that makes them rise again. Guess what? That covenant is sacrifice enabled. The covenant has no strength of its own. Let me put it this way. The covenant has no bite of its own. The covenant is only strengthened, empowered when there is a sacrifice involved. If there is no sacrifice, no blood. 
And the blood is the seal of the covenant. That was why in the Old Testament, when Moses was instructed to construct all the articles of a tabernacle, he was meant to sprinkle blood over them to activate the covenant. That was how bite came into the covenant. Otherwise, it's just, it's just words. But the blood energized the covenant. Mm-hmm. Engineers use that word a lot. When the line is energized, don't sumo, don't go near it. Praise the Lord, it's energized. And when they de-energize, you can move close. The blood through sacrifice energize the covenant on our behalf. So the just may fall seven times, he rise up again. There's something that empowers the just is the covenant. Enabled by the blood. Hallelujah. The people of the world, the people of, of a dark world, occultists understand that. Anytime they want to do something, they go and offer sacrifices to their idols. They share the blood. They are looking for power over it. Hallelujah. And only God knows the number of sacrifices some of them have done in their lifetime. Hallelujah. For us, it was one sacrifice. But that one sacrifice was the mother of all sacrifices. Hallelujah. There is a sacrifice speaking over your head if you are in Christ. He's with me this morning. I said there is a sacrifice speaking. What is the Yoruba word? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know any other language. You know, English and Yoruba, that's what I speak. What's the Yoruba word for sacrifice? What's the Yoruba word for sacrifice? Say it louder. Say it louder. Don't you understand that they, they, they did sacrifice over you? It's a living sacrifice. That's what the Bible calls it. What is Ebo in Ibo? Any Ibo person in church this morning? Ebo, who is Ibo in church? Sister Rose, Sister Rose, what is sacrifice? What is sacrifice in Ibo? Aja. Ishwaja. Is that what she said? Ishwaja. Thank you. There is Ishwaja over your head, hanging over your head as a believer in Christ. You are driving, the sacrifice is speaking. You are asleep. The sacrifice is speaking. You don't understand what I'm saying. They are plotting evil against you. The sacrifice is speaking. They are, they are, they are working on your downfall. The sacrifice is speaking. They say we're silencing for all. They don't know there is a voice that is superior to them that is speaking over you. It is because most of the time we don't realize who we are. Hallelujah. It is because of the voice of that sacrifice. That the covenant is active over you. And the author of life will show up and say, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to mess with? Ah. And the devil will say, ah, we didn't know, we didn't know it's you. And he's walking away, you know, we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't. I've told you what happened to me before. This was 96 or so. I was, I was walking on a Saturday in Marina. Was a client's, um, uh, what's the name? City Trust Bank. That was the name of, it's no more now. So we're doing some due diligence for City Trust Bank. I was on the 12th floor, so. And it was Saturday, I was hungry. So I came down to look for food in Marina. And Marina could be deserted weekends. You won't see anybody. 
So I came down looking for where I could buy food. And I had a clutch bag with me where my money was. You know, it was Saturday, so, so it wasn't a day of work as it were. So I wasn't in suit, I wasn't in anything. And I was walking. And then I saw these miscreants, area boys. Ah. One to my right, one to my left. They just, ah. I knew my post had attracted them, my clutch bag. Ah! I said, what can I do? And they were moving closer. They could have knives, they could have anything. Me too, I just started walking like them. And I answered, I lied, I said, I Baba, ah, more company, like, you know. Monikilo is shaking. Making sure, making sure we. They disappeared. I ran back into the office. My my hunger vanished. The hunger disappeared. I didn't speak in tongues. If that was what the Holy Ghost had asked me to do at that time, I would have done it. But I simply remembered what David did when he was in front of uh, the Philistines, Akish. And he began to drool like the mouth and became like a madman. <laughs> and I was there. Uh, do we have scarcity of madmen in my kingdom? Get, 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 get this thing out of here. <laughs> That's how God delivered him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There is a voice of a sacrifice speaking over you. They want to turn things against you, destroy all the, all the proposals you've done, scatter those, those business deals you've worked for years on. Know that you have backing that they don't have. They don't even see that backing. It's not visible. They can't bribe that backing. They can't influence that backing. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the just man, he falls seven times, is going to rise again. Let's read a scripture there. Hebrews chapter 13 and 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. So where was our Lord Jesus brought from? From the dead. That great shepherd of the sheep. Through what? Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. <laughs> See, the seed that lives in the just is the seed of Christ. What happened to Christ? What was the experience? He was killed or sacrificed. He gave his life. He died. He was buried. But he rose on the third day. And like we just saw in Hebrews 13, on the strength of the blood of the everlasting covenant, he rose. The seed of Christ is in the believer. The seed that never dies. The seed that can be killed or destroyed. That's a seed. It's an active seed. It's a living seed. We are born again by that seed. We are born, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible word of God that endureth forever. 
The word of God is who? Is Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Hallelujah. Understand the constitution, please. And cherish it. Cherish it. Cherish it. It's important. Resilient people never give up. Hmm. Resilient people are hope-driven. They are people of hope. In hope, they believe against hope. You know hope is a strong force, just like faith is a strong force. But do you know embedded in faith is hope? If there is no hope, there can be faith. Because faith has to do with an expectation based on believing in God's word. Expectations that are fulfilled is the outcome of hope. Amen. When hope is expressed, expectations are fulfilled. Amen. They hope against hope, resilient people. Father Abraham, Romans 4, 16 to 20, I don't have time to read. He hoped against hope. He did not consider his own body now dead, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, because he was 99 going 100. She was 89 going 90. Everything in the natural was dead. Everything in the natural was dead. But God had a counsel. Because God had a plan. Because the seed of Abraham was to come to save the world. The seed of Abraham was not Isaac. Neither was the seed of Abraham, Jacob. Those ones were patriarchs that were necessary to propagate the arrival of the seed. Who was the seed of Abraham? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But he must come through Abraham. And so Isaac was part of the plan. Jacob was part of the plan. Moses was part of the plan. And so on and so on and so on. David was part of the plan until finally the Messiah came. Can you believe in hope against hope? Meaning, can you be ridiculous with your faith? You know, there are some things you do in faith that you don't want to share with somebody close to you because they may not understand you and they may think you are going out of your mind. Somebody said they were having a service like this. His toddler daughter was in the children's church, baby class. You know, a rocking chair. There was a rocking chair in the baby class. The teacher on the rocking chair did not realize that the toddler had crawled under the rocking chair and her two tender fingers were placed under the rocking chair. All the teacher had was a scream. By the time she brought the child out, the two fingers had been cut off. Straight away, they went to the hospital. They dressed the wounds and so on. Now they now say, okay, you have to see a specialist, a dermatologist, blah, 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 blah. And he said the man happened to be an Indian. And he said, oh, unfortunately, unfortunately, she has to live with that. There will just be stumps that will grow up from the brain. You know how? Did he have an Indian teacher in school? Yeah, I had. So, so anyway, <laughs> even Indians don't come to work as teachers in Nigeria anymore. If you see Indians in Nigeria now, it's Dangote that brought them or big and they're big men. Nigeria before, they were our teachers. Ah. And they would drive Volkswagen and have two children. Uh. 
Anyway, <laughs> so he said, the man said, those fingers will never grow again. He said, he said, the God I serve will make those fingers grow again. He said, I don't know the God you serve, but this is my training. This is what I do. Come back in two weeks' time. He said, you will see. When we come back in two weeks' time, the fingers will have grown. So he said, people started coming home to greet them. and say, oh, so she's going to live with that. He said, no, 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 no. Please, come, go. Come and go. Ah, he said he made many enemies, though, during that time. Anybody who said anything contrary to what himself and his wife were believing, he said, come and go. We are not in this, on the same wavelength over this, come and go. After now, we'll become friends, but now, no, 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 no. Just excuse us. Ah! He said it was that serious. He said they believed on God's word. They were confessing scriptures, meditating in scriptures every day, every night. Two weeks time, they went. Because the thing was dressed up. So the doctor was the one that removed the dressing. When he removed it, they said, the doctor screamed. He said, what? He said, he said, what? Because they didn't see what he was doing. He said, what? He said, their fingers with nails. With nails. He said, he said, the man said, this is a miracle. He said, I told you, my God, does miracles. In hope, they believed against hope. You don't share that with people. They will say you are mad. You see, some of these people, you see, when they, when they start believing these things, woman bear with him, you, 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 you know, they become mad with, with the faith they profess. You can keep that faith to yourself and by the time the fruit of it matures, you now release it and say, this was what we did actually. Hallelujah. Who is with me this morning? Learn to believe in hope against hope. Learn to believe. The resilient do that. Huh. Three responsibilities or three things we must do. There could be more. Three things we must do in order to stand strong. Number one, be rooted. Be rooted. Be rooted. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 24 that we read talks about Jesus likening the wise man to the man who heard and who did these things. He wanted to build a house, laid a foundation, and built it upon the rock. So the location was important. There was a foundation in that location. Be rooted. Be rooted. The root of a tree ensures stability. When a tree has firm roots, it is stable. When a tree has firm roots, it has access to food, nourishment. Nourishment. When a tree is well nourished, it is sound. Hallelujah. You see it grow and grow and grow because it is rooted. Where are your roots? Where are my roots? How strong are your roots? How strong are my roots? When the winds blow, the stronger the roots, the more guaranteed the tree is from not being destroyed because it's standing strong. Hallelujah. Did you get what I just said? Overlook my grandma. Amen. Praise the Lord. But the point. I used to be an icon examiner. 
And there are times I'll be saying, what kind of grammar is this? What kind of grammar? And my mates will say, Okusonya, for you boys, leave grammar. Look at the point. I say, but that's our mode of expression now. Why didn't you answer the question in Yoruba? But for preaching, if my grammar is not good, you know, it is not an exam. Hallelujah. The stronger your roots, the stronger the tree. Every tree is as strong as its roots. It is the root that defines the tree, not the other way around. That's where nourishment comes from. And listen, it must be located appropriately also. So the location and then the strength of the, of the, of the roots itself. Because that is where nourishment comes from. Where are you rooted? You want to be resilient? Check your roots. Where are your roots? Your roots might be your uncle. Your roots might be in a system. Your roots might be in your dad and his business. Your roots might be in your know-how, your expertise. But when challenges come, those things don't hold. Amen. If your, your business or your expertise or your training is your confidence, how will the voice of the blood, how will the voice of the sacrifice speak? You are simply telling the Lord, I don't need your help. I can handle this. What can you handle? Do you know? Archaeology, science, they keep making discoveries. They have found out that the first set of fossils they discovered were hundreds, hundreds of millions of years old. Created the fossils. fossils. From where you have fossil fuels. Dinosaurs, all those things that are in extinction right now. Praise the Lord. Millions of years old. Who created them? Elohim, Jehovah God. Of course, he is ageless. He is timeless. We can't calibrate God in years. And God operates with his angels because the one we call Satan used to be the anointed cherub that covereth. Hallelujah. And angels were created before physical creation came. Can you imagine how old in human terms, the devil will be. You now want to use your own expertise, your own training that is 52 years old. Against a being that is spiritual, you don't see him. He's stronger than you are naturally. Wiser than you are, sharper than you are. You understand? <laughs> Wittier than you are. More subtle than you are. Hallelujah. Oh, let's stand the issue, man. You can't stand the devil, man. The only thing, the only force he obeys is the force of Jesus Christ, is the name of Jesus Christ. Believe me. That is why the people of the world, what they do is they appease the devil. Did you hear what I said? They appease the devil. The people of the world cannot attack the devil. They can't launch an attack against the devil. What do you they not born them well. What they can only do is to appease him. See, devil, we brought this ekuru to you now. This is your palm oil. Hmm? Yeah, the owner. Come and eat. Oh. 
You know, they appease. They say, let, let us succeed in this assignment. Too. They are appeasing. They are begging him. If you are a Christian and you pray, you beg the devil, go back. Go back to Calvary. Submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the devil. And what will he do? He will flee from you. Hallelujah. Are, are, are we still together? Your root matters. Your root matters. So let's see our root. Ephesians 3, 14. Ah. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul was praying. Of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. That he will grant you. Grant me. Tolu alokwe. According to the riches of his glory. So it is in accordance with his riches. To be strengthened with might. He will grant me according to the riches of his glory. To be, do, to be what? To be strengthened with might. Where? 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 Don't you know your inner man is your root? His might must strengthen your inner man. That's your root. So that Christ may dwell in your heart or in your inner man by faith. And what's going to happen? That you've been rooted and grounded in love. And I've explained this before. Who is love? God is love. Christ is love. First John 4, 7 and 8. What does it say? Let's read. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So let me read it again. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in God. If you are rooted and grounded in God, you have nourishment in God. You have stability in God. You have soundness in God. Like the root of a tree will guarantee for the tree. That is what Jesus guarantees us. Stability, soundness, nourishment. Every day you draw, you draw nutrients. Every day you draw nourishment from him because you are rooted, grounded. Hallelujah. The, the, the roots of a tree, they supply the tree with water. Supply the tree with everything the tree requires for nourishment. Am I right or wrong? Amen. And so the tree grows and grows and grows. Physical growth might have an end. Spiritual growth is endless. Hallelujah. I said physical growth might have an end. I have not grown taller for many years now. I could have lateral growth. Amen. I'm not saying more than that. But I can grow taller. Hallelujah. But my spirit can grow taller. My spirit can grow laterally. My, there's no end to spiritual growth. Only God does not grow. But your root matters. Be rooted. So that when the winds are blowing, you are standing, you have stability. And people are wondering what's going on. Number two, be adaptable. If you want to be resilient, be adaptable. Be adaptable. Be adaptable. Adaptability is the quality of being able to withstand different conditions. You're adaptable. You can withstand different conditions. You know, Apostle Paul said, I, I know both how to abase and I know both how to abound. In everything I've been instructed, let's read. Philippians chapter 4, from verse 12. 
adaptability, the quality to withstand different conditions. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And he said, I can do all things. I can survive in every situation through Christ who strengthens me. Adaptability. When the conditions are right, you enjoy it. When the conditions are not right, you outlast them. Because that condition is not meant to be forever. When it comes to an end, you are still standing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be adaptable. The palm tree is a highly adaptable tree. The palm tree is one of the rarest trees that have been known that can survive any, in any kind of environment. The palm tree is resistant to wind, is resistant to heat, is resistant to drought. The palm tree. The palm tree will thrive, will grow in the savannah. It will grow in the rainforest. It will grow in the desert. Don't you see palm trees in the desert? How did the palm tree survive in that desert? Because of its, its nature. The build of it. Hallelujah. Be adaptable like the palm tree. Amen. So let's read Psalm 92. Psalm 92. And verse 12. The righteous shall flourish at the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. The righteous, again, or the just, like we read in Proverbs 26. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, planted, your routine, shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old days. They shall be fat and flourishing. Meaning, Age does not affect them. In all that they are still producing. The conditions do not affect them. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. The pantry, highly adaptable. Whether it is dry, they couldn't care less. Whether it is raining, they are standing. Hallelujah. The pantry. You must be adaptable like the pantry. But the strength of your adaptability must come from your walk with the Lord. Finally, be strong. Ah, be strong. Strength is the ability to resist a force. Be strong. Strength is referring to toughness. Being solid. Being impregnable. There are some walls that you attempt to hit nails into. Have you seen such walls before? Such that the nails... Bend. They keep bending. Not in modern construction, but some of our older buildings. You try to knock a nail in, it bends. It's not going in. That wall is strong. The material used, strong. You know, in, in civil and structures, in civil engineering, they talk about strength of materials. Some materials are very strong, very tough. We are to be like that. Tough, strong. for. Strong. Praise the Lord. Strong. Don't be soft. Be strong. Be durable. Be strong. You know, in in, in steel matters, they talk about they talk about tensile strength, tensility. They talk about ductile strength, ductility. 
Be strong. Praise the Lord. Be strong. When you hear be strong, don't think of physical strength. Physical strength can only achieve so much. I'm not coming of physical strength. It's, it's part of strength, though, but beyond physical strength. Don't you know it is not physical strength and physical might that is ruling the world? It is mental strength that is ruling the world. Have you thought about that before? Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine, small country, Russia, big country. Russia, superpower, Ukraine. They are not even an emerging power. And when they're learning, you know what? They are enjoying their lives. They are okay. They can produce whatever they need. They are fine. They're just doing well. And then Big Bros now comes one day and says, I'm annexing you. You are part of my country. And the president of Ukraine will come on here and say, America, give us weapons. America, don't let this man kill us. This man is not Kukbadu. This man is not okay. Please. America, please. And we felt within a week, Ukraine will be leveled. Since February, they are still at it. And right now, Ukraine is regaining territory from Russia. Russia is now resorting to bombing them, destroying anything out of frustration. Russian soldiers were running. It's not fiscal might. Mental power. Mental ability. The other day, they blew up the Crimea Bridge. That infuriated Putin to his marrows. Mental strength. They knew we can do something that will touch him and make him mad. And they did it. And they executed it successfully. Because Russia had annexed Crimea about six years ago, seven years ago, remember? So they went to Russian territory and they blew the bridge. Ew! Mm. It's not physical mind that rules the world. It's mental strength. And that was what Joseph deployed in ruling the world in his day and time. Be strong. Be strong mentally. Have something here. Christians, we can pray from money till thy kingdom go. When they say, okay, at the place of prayer, what are the ideas you receive? Ah, idea. Okay. So why were you praying? Ah, I'm praying only. Pastor, pastor said we'll be praying. So we're praying. Ah, your prayer is not complete until something comes out. An instruction comes out. A revelation comes out. A thought comes out. An expression comes out. An idea comes out. Hello, it's communication. You've been talking to him. He too must talk to you. What did you bring out of your prayer closet? The world is ruled by ideas. Ideas have to do with your mental capacity. Tell me the ideas you have. Show me your ideas, young man. Show me your ideas, young lady. Don't look at others to be inspired. Get an original from God. Did you hear what I said? Some people are copycats. You see, there's a woman on our street now. For many years, we used to gather money to give to her so that herself and the children can eat. And then she started selling food stuff. Do you know right now? She's very rich, very comfortable. I think there's money in food stuff business. Me too. I'll go and start uh, this food stuff uh, business. So it is that woman that inspired you to go and start that business. You are not original. And then I can assure you, you will start that business, you will get your fingers burnt. And you now say, don't mind them. They always do jazz. Before they do those things, it's not everybody that does jazz. Did you go to Rita Mary to go and learn? Did you go to both Jamaica to go and learn? My best man, GD, GD, a generous Woro He was in uh, Oyibo one day. He saw a truck, 911 truck, 
full of yam tubers. Ah, and people were scampering to buy, to buy. He said, issue? Yam, they say yes. He said, where did they get it? He said, from Benway. So when people bring yam like this, this is how you people struggle. He said, yes, now. He said, so if I bring yam, you will buy? He said, yes, we will buy. Gide, gide. He went to Benway, hired 9-11, bought yam, loaded it to Igbo. He said, I've come oh. They say, you're welcome. They say, you're welcome. They say, come and buy. They say, buy what? He said, the yam now. They say, which yam? He said, one week, two weeks, nobody. The lorry driver was calculating, you know, the marriage. He was calculating. Okay? We don't day here for one week old. Your money? He said, let me sell. After I sell, I will. Ah, he said, to Lord. He said, one man now called him. He said, I call we. He said, now only tie. You guys know how to not. Leave this business to us that did not go to school. You go and face whatever you learned in school. He said, ha. I asked you. I said, should I buy? You said, buy. I said, will you buy? You said, you will buy. I brought, they said, listen. You are not trained for this. Because some of us don't realize the story behind the success of others. We only see the success and we run off. It's not going to work that way. Joseph ruled the world of that time with mental strength. Yes, he had spiritual ability. He could tell the dream that the king dreamt. He could interpret the dream of a king. But the execution of interpretation of that dream lied solely with him. That had to do with the demonstration of his mental capacity. Or if you like, let's speak big grammar, sagacity. Praise the Lord. So he said, seven years of abundance. Let us save everything. Let's mop up all the excess. Let's mop up all the excess. Because seven years of great famine and hunger will come. They felt, well, we don't know what that means, but let's enjoy the plenty. So there was no wastage in the seven years of abundance. Genesis 41. Finally, the seven years of hunger came and it was terrible. The hunger wiped off everything called abundance that they had seen in the previous seven years. And the people went to Pharaoh and said, Pharaoh, we are dying of hunger. Go to Joseph. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Whereas other nations were bowing, Egypt was standing strong because of one man. His name was Joseph. The mental strength you carry will determine whether you will stand or you will fall with others in the face of challenges. Who is with me this morning? So the plan worked. Did the plan work or not? I don't have time, but you can write down Genesis 41, 48 to 49. 
Uh, Genesis uh, 41, 53 to 57. You can write that down. Verse 57 says, And all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn, because that the famine was sore in all lands. Bring it up. Genesis 41, 57. Okay, it's up. And all countries came into Egypt. All countries, all countries, all nations came into Egypt. Joseph became an answer, not only to Egypt, he became an answer to humanity in the known world at that time. All countries came because of one man. Discipline. Confidence is another strength. Don't lose your confidence. Hebrews 10, 35 to 39. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. Keep pressing. That's another form of strength. It's attitudinal. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. I will end on this note. Keep pressing. Luke 16, 16. Keep pressing. Some people try only once and they give up. Some try something only twice and they give up. Keep pressing. Can you bring up Luke 16, 16? Keep pressing. Help me tell somebody, keep pressing. Tell somebody else, keep pushing. What did your neighbor say? What did, your, did your neighbor say something? Make sure your neighbor says something. Say, keep pushing. <laughs> Some push only once and they say, you know, I don't like embarrassment. Imagine the Greek Syrophoenician woman saying, I don't like embarrassment. What's, what's, what's the because we want to eat a cow. We should now be calling a... a uh, Malu, brother, what's the meaning of the, the, that, that, that nonsense? I'm a woman of dignity, I'm a woman of, uh, of honor. I respect myself. Her daughter will remain demonized. So Jesus said, It is not right for us to give the children's bread to the dogs. He said, Oga, anything you like, call me. Even dogs eat from the crumbs that fall off the table. I say, My daughter is sick. He said, She kept pressing. She kept pressing. Luke 16 16. Let's read together. The law and the prophets were on until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man is doing what? Every man is doing what? Press earth into it. You do what? You pre- the word press is the root word for pressure. Mount pressure against whatever is opposing you. Mount pressure. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. So you'll be exerting pressure against it. It will give after a while. Did you hear what I said? It will give. Do you know that I see something in the story of the importunate widow in Luke 18 from verse 1. Luke 18. Can you bring it up from verse 5? Luke 18. Can you bring it up from verse 5? Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her what? Continual coming. She kept coming. She didn't come once. She didn't come twice. She kept coming. She kept repeating it. She kept pushing. She kept pressing. She kept reminding the judge. Judge, you've not done it though. Judge, I'm still here. We're still here. That thing has not happened. How many people like, are like that with God when you're praying? Over an issue that, Lord, thank you. I know you've done it, but I've come again just to remind you. Father, thank you. It shall happen. We shall see. Thank you. I'm not done yet. Can you bring it back? I'm not done yet. Luke 18. And go to verse 6. And I'm looking for some. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. Go ahead. Yeah. And shall not God, that's where I'm going, shall not God avenge his own elect? Which do what? Help me. Which cry? Day and night unto him, though he be alone. How do they cry? Day and night. What is it that you have believed God for that every morning and every night you remind him over? And you've been doing for three months consecutively. Every morning, every night, every morning, every night, every morning, every night, and you're not giving up. You will see it. Though. 
One day things will happen and then uh, the thing eats you up and then you pray about it and for the next one week you forgot it again. Because little money came in again and uh, hey boys. And after, ah, hey, God. And then you remember after one week. Oh, serious. If it eats you up, you'll take it seriously. Is someone with me this morning? So be rooted, number one. Number two, be adaptable. Number three, be strong. Let us pray. We can stand strong. We ought to stand strong. We will be strong. When others are falling, we shall be saying, there is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. May you sing a new song at this time. May your song be different from the songs of others. When others are saying it's dry, it's empty, may you be saying he's faithful, he's my God. May there be things to see and things to hear over your life. In the midst of darkness, in the midst of turmoil and challenges, may you thrive and flourish and grow like the palm tree. May your own testimony always be different. May your own testimony always be different. You are resilient. You are made of a seed of Christ. You were born of a seed that is incorruptible. May the voice of the blood, may the voice of the covenant always speak loudly concerning you, concerning your children, concerning your grandchildren, concerning your job, your career, concerning your future, concerning your endeavors, concerning your engagements, concerning all that you do. I pray for you today. May you be fruitful in ideas. May you be rich in plans. May you be rich in insight, in concepts. May things that never occur to others occur to you. May you be inspired to act. May you be inspired to come up with ideas that will transform the face of society. Boaz never left Israel. By the time Naomi returned, Boaz was described as a prosperous man. What the blessing can do is what the blessing does for those who wait on the blessing. May you know what the blessing can do. For the blessing is a restorer. The blessing is a preserver. The blessing is a promoter. The blessing is a helper. The blessing is a deliverer. May you know what the blessing can do. Hallelujah. May you see what the blessing alone can make to happen in the life of a man. Stand up and pray for yourself. Stand up and pray for yourself. I'm asking you to pray for yourself. Stand up and pray for yourself. When I say pray for yourself, pray for your wife if you're married. Pray for your children if you have. Pray for your grandchildren if you have. Pray for your wife if you are not married. Pray for your husband if you are not married. As long as you intend to. Pray for your children even if you have none. Because you plan to have. Call the things that be not as though they are. Pray for your career, your business, your ministry, your engagements, your academics, your pursuits, your goals, your dreams in life. Pray for your grandchildren. Whether you have now or you don't have now. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for your life over the next five years. Over the next ten years. Over the next twenty years. The next thirty years. The next forty years. Can you pray in advance? Can you pray ahead? 
I'm giving us one more minute to do that. Eloj kata yagalego shalafaru pasatayaba parakele paradozolesias oskias kost ifros mlaglo futeya hanzuska atuyamolo vrutelo izianoska ay dololosh kelelololosh dololos embadabolosh dololos every yoke of oppression is destroyed destroyed every root of insanity is destroyed it's cursed in the name of Jesus. Every family history of oppression and depression erased by the blood, erased by the blood in the name of Jesus. Every yoke of untimely death is cancelled, neutralized, nullified, broken in the name of Jesus. The rod of the oppressor is destroyed. Over families destroyed, broken totally in the name of Jesus. Every shut door I command to open, every shut door, every shut door, every shut prospect I command to open in the name of Jesus. The latter part of this year, from now to December, is the best of this year unto you. Let the doors open, let the winds of favor blow, let new manifestations begin, let new experiences begin in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you. There's a growth in your body. You've been told. There's a growth. There's a growth in your body. Put your hands there. Put your hands there. And agree with me as we pray. Agree with me as we pray. For where two or three of us shall agree on anything on the earth. <laughs> it shall be done of them of our Father in heaven. We agree. Every growth I command you to dissolve. Every growth I command you to wither away from the roots in the name of Yeshua. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the Most High. You dry up every growth. You wither every growth, every inflammation. You wither and you dry up in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Be free. Somebody, you have a medical condition. It's a growth and it's hindering you from conception you are married and you don't have a child as i speak in the name of jesus i command that growth to wither to die let conception take place in a matter of weeks from now in the name of jesus father we say thank you lord we say thank you can you can you just dance can you dance where you are can you dance? Can you rejoice in the spirit and dance? Oh, skala haya daranda salalalash. Ederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederederedereder
His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's the son of the highest. Is the gift of the father unto us. Is the savior of mankind. Having our lives rooted and grounded in him makes us better. It gives us a surer future, a secure future. If you're in the house this morning and you are saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to be my Lord. I want my roots to be placed in Christ from today. Such people remain standing when others are seated. Such people remain standing on your feet. Remain standing. Such people, you are saying you want to put your roots in Christ. For him to be the Lord of your life. Whether up on the gallery makes no difference. Whether down here. So if you are standing, let me see you. I don't see anyone here. Is anyone up on the gallery? Nobody is up on the gallery. Okay, fine. Thank you. Just give him thanks for everything. <laughs> 